Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Roost Podcast. As always, I am Carter Spires, here with my co-host Matthew Bartlett, the founder and managing editor of The Roost, your premier source for Rice Sports news and analysis. Um, as always, some quick housekeeping items. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with a friend if you like it. Uh, that all helps us out. Um, remember that the Rice and CUSA preseason previews that Matt works so hard on are currently available for sale. You can pick those up. And of course, support the site on Patreon if you can, patreon.com slash at the roost. Um, but speaking of season previews, uh, we have uh, one of the masters of season preview magazines, perhaps the master, uh, Phil Steele. Uh, thanks for hopping on with us, man. Hey, a real pleasure. Always enjoy talking rice football. Yeah. And when I was uh, speaking with uh, one of your uh, assistants to set these things up, he said that you get hammered with uh, Power Five and get to talk Alabama and I'm guessing Texas, Oklahoma all the time. But you didn't have a, a home for for Conference USA football. So we're, we're here for you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I, I enjoy all the schools. I give them the same amount of coverage in the magazine, whether it's CUSA, Sunbelt, everybody gets two full pages, all the information in the same spot on every page. And uh, like you said, the majority of my radio uh, interviews, we're talking top 10 teams, top 20 teams. And so to talk about teams in CUSA and Rice uh, always excites me. Yeah. And I guess I wanted to start off with with Rice. And in particular, I was interested. I saw that you did have Luke McCaffrey, the new transfer in from Nebraska, into your magazine. Where did he fit in your cut? to uh, get the pages out to print and how do you handle, especially at, at the G5 level with these, these late uh, Louisiana tech picked up Austin Kindle, I think after the magazine was out, how do you handle projecting things uh, where one quarterback could come in and, and maybe change the balance of power? Well, first of all, a big thanks to coach Bloomgren of rice. Uh, as I, every time I talk to the coaches, this uh, post spring and the, all my interviews are post spring. Cause I want them to have their post spring exit interviews. I tell the coaches, Hey, anything happens, we're going to the press June 15th. Please give me a call if something happens, even if it's late. And there it was June 13th. We're frantic. We're trying to get the pages to the press, <laughs> shooting them out, shooting them out. Coach Bloomberg calls and says, we got Luke McCaffrey coming in here. And I'm like, wow, that's that's big. I expect him to start. And really, when I looked at Rice in the preseason, I had two big question marks. The two big question marks were quarterback and running back. And so to me, that solved the quarterback position. We were able to plug him in as a starter, rewrite the quarterback position a little bit, rewrite the uh, forecast position a little bit. I originally had Rice sixth in the uh, division. I moved him up to a tie for fifth. I uh, couldn't move him up any higher than that with the late uh, information and the fact we were so frantic down the stretch. But thank goodness Coach Bloomberg called me on June 13th and we were able to include <laughs> him in. Now, we did capture all the transfers that happened up until June 15th after that. Uh, we might have missed a couple. I don't think any transfers are going to uh, affect my forecast on any of the team pages. But in the digital version of the magazine, we will have all those transfers captured uh, all the way up to the start of the season. OK. And so what you're saying is if Luke McCaffrey announcement had happened in, in March, Rice would have been much higher. Maybe. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, it's tough to when you've got your nine sets of power ratings and the, the, the everything set in and all of a sudden it's uh, I mean, we are slamming pages out that day. Those two days. We're just like, OK, get this section, get that section. So I, I probably would have had Rice even higher. I mean, I like the fact Rice is five and three their last eight games. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. You mentioned all the power rankings, uh, putting. A, a preview together and trying to handle 130 teams. How much of it is what's the art science balance? How much numbers 
pure numbers goes into putting your projections together? And then how much is of it is kind of a gut feel? The numbers are very helpful, uh, but sometimes the numbers make it very confusing. They may have a team, one set of power ratings has a team nine and three, and another set of power ratings has them three and nine. And I'm like, whoa, I, I love it when it all comes together. <laughs> And everybody, all all nine sets of power rings have a team ten and two. I'm like, you know what? I think that's that's pretty firm and pretty solid. But uh, there is definitely a lot of uh, gut feeling in here, and a lot of uh, analysis. And then you know, you just go down and play the games out in your head uh, prior to uh, the magazine, and and come up with your wins and losses on each team. Now, I will say this: once the magazine went to the press on June 15th. I started to go through every game for the upcoming season, uh, look at the matchups, look at the situation, look at the past history of each series. And that took me over a month to go through every game for the upcoming season. And uh, then I have my true set of, you know, the exact games where I have teams underdog and have games toss ups for the year. And so you mentioned Alabama is going to be good. Vanderbilt, probably not like we have those in, but I would imagine and maybe we find this when we talk through Conference USA, the the gap between the top and the bottom of this league in particular is pretty slim, especially from a, a talent perspective. How do you how do you go through and terse apart the difference between a, a Southern Miss and, and a North Texas? Yeah, and the, the CUSA, like you said, the, the difference top to bottom, it's uh, it's pretty tough. And you look at Rice, for example. As I mentioned, I went through every single game and I have a favorite and I have an underdog. And when to me, the game is a toss up, I, I rated pick them. And Rice actually has five toss up games on my schedule this year. You know, the home game against Southern Miss, uh, when I talked to Southern Miss and uh, their new head coach, Will Hall, he said, Phil, put us on the most improved list. We will not disappoint you. We will get to a bowl game. So I'm like, OK, that's that's pretty strong for a first year head coach to come in, but he really likes the talent level. However, I think with Rice, the, you know, the more established program at home, I've got that game as a toss up. The at Charlotte game would have to be a toss up. Charlotte going to be a better team. Will Healy club lit. Uh, they're at home, but I think Rice is a slightly stronger team. That's why I rate that as a toss up. The Western Kentucky game at home toss up at UTEP. I think UTEP's a vastly improved team this year and they were better than their final record last year toss-up game and even Louisiana Tech at home toss-up game. So I think for Rice, uh, this is one of those where if they can have some early success, gain the confidence level, they could turn those toss-up games into wins and have a much better record this year. Yeah, and obviously a lot's going to come down to quarterback as it always does. We mentioned a little bit about Luke McCaffrey. I thought it was interesting. Only one team brought a quarterback to Conference USA Media Days, which is kind of an indication of, you know, returning um, status to some point. Uh, where do you sit? Where do you see McCaffrey kind of fitting into that mix in terms of, of Conference USA quarterbacks? It's such an important position. Yeah, I would probably have him coming into the season. Uh, second team CUSA. Once again, our all conference team was already out the door when uh, he came into the picture. So we weren't able to adjust that in the all conference team. I mean, like I said, it's very frantic the last two days. I think the leading uh, quarterback in the uh, CUSA this year is probably going to be Bailey Zappi. And I say that because yeah. of Houston Baptist, they bring <laughs> over the Houston Baptist offense. They bring over Houston Baptist receivers. He's had a very storied career at Houston Baptist. And I think he comes in and is probably going to be the, the leader in passing in the conference this year. But then there's it's wide open after that. I mean, uh, Bailey Hawkman comes over from NC State to Middle Tennessee Grant Wells had a great start the last season, but not such a great ending. And he's got to deal with the new coaching staff. 
UTSA, uh, probably UTSA's best quarterback, uh, uh, is questionable for this year due to injury, and that would be uh, Lowell Narcisse. So Frank Harris is probably their top guy heading into the year. And then Luke McCaffrey. And I, I think McCaffrey is going to have a good first year at Rice. I, I like the supporting uh, cast that he's got, especially the veteran offensive line. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, especially at the end of last season, Rice had one scholarship wide receiver available at their practice before the game against UAB. So reloading there with with Brad Rosner uh, will be pretty nice. How do you kind of fit? You mentioned the running backs being a question mark, um, but Brad Rosner as a, a potential, maybe a sleeper offensive MVP uh, for the just got named that... to the the Bolitnikoff Award watch list uh, right before recording. So yeah, is that too far? <laughs> uh, no, I, th- I think when you look at Rosner, he's a guy that's uh, uh, Coach Bloomgren's got high hopes for him. He was injured before camp, opted out. He comes back in better shape. He's faster. Uh, he's heavier than he was heading into last year, and really had a great spring. So I think he's a guy that had 770 yards in 2019, opted out last year. I'd put it. Yeah. I, I mean, he deserves to be on the Blitnikoff list. And then you got a guy like Jordan Myers, Mr. Do everything. I mean, this guy could be your starting running back. Could be your starting tight end. He could be your starting fullback. Heck I'd throw him in a quarterback. If he needs to, it seems like he does everything. <laughs> Wouldn't well. put it past him. Yeah. He so, scored I mean, the only rushing touchdown for rice last year. So <laughs> yeah. love watching that guy play. He's, he's yeah. what the essence of a football player is. So like I said, McCaffrey's got a good supporting cast around him. I don't see that one feature running back that's going to rush for a thousand yards. That's probably the thing missing from the team, but overall you have to like this supporting cast and we're going to see much like remember Stanford's offense. When I think in today's game, I like the extra tight ends and the fullbacks because everybody's defensively has taken that third linebacker position uh, and turned it into the strong side linebacker position and turned it into more of a nickelback or a lighter player. I think when you line up with the extra tight ends, you're really confusing the defenses, which are geared to uh, stop the more spread offenses. And I think you attack the weakness of the defenses with the tight ends and the fullbacks. It's interesting that you mentioned we're seeing that progression back, almost the adjustment to the adjustment and the cyclical nature of college football. Yeah, and I, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that in the upcoming years. That And you're going to see a lot more two tight end. And in Rice's case, three tight end offense. They may run that offense better than Stanford's run it the last three, four years. Stanford seems to have gotten away from it going to more spread, and it hasn't worked out for them. I think you'll see Stanford going back towards that a little bit more. But Rice, I think, is ahead of the game in that regard. Going to have to go put that on the, the bulletin board for Bloom. He'll appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and then I did want to ask you a little bit uh, on the defense. Obviously, one of the the better defenses in the country, even though they only played five games last year, obviously losing Blaze Aldridge. When you're kind of putting things together, I know it's the, the spread offense and points are, are a premium. You've even seen that with the, the college football playoff teams in Alabama and Clemson's. They got to score 50 points a game now, and, and it's not the old days. Uh, Rice is going to have probably one of the best defenses in Conference USA and probably one of the better ones in the country. How much do you think, you mentioned those those pick games, those swing games, how much of a difference maker could that be for them making that, you know, that dark horse run that they want to? What's the reason Wright is five and three their last eight games? It's been because the way the defense has played. I mean, you go back to that Marshall game last year where they shut out Marshall on the road, just an incredible job. 
I am a little concerned about the loss of Blaze Aldridge because I thought he was one of the best linebackers in the country. Mm-hmm. But when you've got 10, mm-hmm. start, 10 starters back on defense, they are going to be very solid. And uh, you get a replacement like uh, Desmond Baker, who is a, a highly talented, very highly talented Juco sliding in there. He's a guy that's twitchy, can play sideline to sideline, and really had a good spring. Then they could be in pretty good shape there. So uh, defense is going to be the key to Rice. Let's face it, they're not going to be putting up 45 points per game. Uh, like in Alabama and outscoring everybody this year. So they're going to need the defense to remain strong. And I think that's a key part of this uh, team this year. You mentioned the, uh, the 10 starters back. And I, I'm curious about that because, you know, by basically any measure of returning production with the extra COVID year, um, everybody in the country almost is returning more talent and more production than they usually do. I mean, you have teams like uh, that are returning like 10 plus super seniors. And so the, the amount of returning talent is often way higher than it is, it's particularly at the, the G5 level and in, in conferences like the USA, where you've got teams that, you know, they're not losing anyone to the NFL. So they're, they're returning almost everybody like UTSA, I think has like 15 super seniors or something like that. So how do you like, obviously that's a big portion of how you project in a normal year. How do you adjust for that this year when people, when everybody is returning way more talent than usual? Yeah, everybody, uh, give an example, I'm on the uh, Joe Moore Award list, uh, or I'm a member of the Joe Moore Award Committee, I should say, and Aaron Taylor contacted me and said, uh, Phil, do our preseason list, and I want you to have all the guys that have three or more starts returning on the offensive line. I was like, okay, Aaron, well, that's like 125 teams out there this year. And he said, <laughs> okay, let's limit it to four returning starters on the offensive line. I'm like, all right, Aaron, we're down to about 110. Uh, everybody uh, in my sense of power ratings, I adjust them up and down. I've got a lot of up arrows this year because like you said, everybody's experience. I had so many coaches tell me, Phil, we're usually scraping to put together a two deep in the spring. And this year we were able to run three full teams. And I was thinking, well, it's about the 65th time I've heard that. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I think it's something that is reflected in the power ratings, uh, in the fact that everybody you figure is going to get better. And those teams that are inexperienced, and I will say this. You know, you talk about the gap between Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma and teams like that, and the rest of the field. I think it's get closer this year because, as you mentioned, the, the teams that lost those players, the NFL, the Alabamas, the four teams that were in the playoff last year, for example, they all have nine, 10, 11 returning starters, and they all lost their starting quarterback. Meanwhile, the rest of college football is practically everybody back. I think the gap is going to be closed a little bit this year. Yeah, and we will. Uh, I, it's crazy. I think Rice has something upwards of like fifteen uh, underclassmen offensive linemen on the roster, which is just crazy. But uh, but they're not really underclassmen because right. those redshirts yeah. are really sophomores. And I had some coaches trying to pull that over on me. Well, Phil, we got four freshmen. I'm like, those aren't freshmen. Those are sophomores. Come on. <laughs> so don't don't cry the freshman yeah. thing to me with the uh, the four freshmen when they've all started twelve games. Yeah, you'll have players listed on rosters as redshirt freshmen because some teams are advancing the year on their roster and some teams aren't, like I think Rice isn't. And so you'll have guys who are listed as redshirt freshmen that are in their third year on campus. Right. Not really freshmen. <laughs> That's wild. Well, we'll let you out here because I know you got to go. But uh, I wanted, uh, whether Conference USA or Rice, do you have one or two guys that uh, through your digging you were particularly interested in and how they're going to do? Maybe a, a sleeper, uh, a diamond in the rough? Well, like I said, Bailey Zappi, a quarterback for Western Kentucky, is a name that maybe not everybody realizes. If you watch FCS football, you know who he is. I think he's going to be exciting to watch. Of course, you know, Luke McCaffrey. And then 
How about Desmond Baker? Tate filling in that very important uh, weak side mm-hmm. linebacker spot for Rice. Uh, I think those guys are all uh, big-time guys that uh, could show up this year. Well, good. It's good to have two of your three. I'll take that as a positive <laughs> sign. I think you might be the only person that we could bring on this podcast who is not directly tied to Rice, who knows Desmond Baker's name. So uh appreciate yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I appreciate Coach Bloomgren for spending the time each and every year to go over his team with me. And that's a, that's a big plus when uh, when you're following the conferences like Conference USA. I think I did talk to uh, almost almost every coach in CUSA almost every coach in the, in the group of five this year. Well, we do appreciate you coming down to, to talk with us and talk some rice football. You are uh, always welcome when you need to talk some G five and CUSA. All right. Sounds good. Sorry. We're a little shorted on time today. And just a quick note for your uh, reader or listeners out there. If you're looking to get the magazine, which is 352 pages and gives you a hundred, it's like getting 130 different media guides rolled into one same amount of coverage on rice. We give you on Alabama. They're only available at Barnes and Noble and Books a Million this year. So don't waste your gas money driving around looking for it. But Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. And once you open up a copy, you'll see it's got three to four times the amount of information any other magazine. You can also go to philsteel.com. That's S-T-E-E-L-E.com. And boy, once again, guys, I love talking CUSA football. And I, you'll find this amazing. This is the first rice show that i've done this year so how about that for uh, hey shocking news <laughs> thing. So i appreciate you having me on and let me talk rice football yeah uh thanks so much this was this was really a pleasure it was great to get you on um the, thanks to all of all of our looking, listeners for sticking through us we hope you uh enjoyed this uh this special episode uh we'll be back next week as always and rice fight This show was edited and produced by Carter Spires. It features music from Joseph McDade.